What's good, everybody? Welcome to the 99 Miles Per Hour podcast with me, your host, Percy Garner, running on no sleep, but we still here and still energetic. You know, I'm blessed within. <laughs> um, but uh, it's good to be here, good to be back uh, in my new house. And hopefully not everyone in Dover knows where it's at, but I've <laughs> been getting a lot of uh, compliments on, uh, on the neighborhood. Um, but no, I'm excited to have our special guest on. Uh, we'll get to him in a minute. Uh, wanted to mention the, how the work that Josh is doing uh, behind the scenes. You know, you don't really get to see him unless you watch his podcast, uh, Live Your Fire. Is that it? Yes, Live Your Fire. Um it's been it's been fun uh, working with Josh, uh, but make sure you go check out the website getlevelpod.com, where now you probably got what a hundred podcasts now. So, <laughs> Fifteen, okay, okay, okay. We can do that. We can do that. Um, it's very important. Josh has been doing work for me. He's kicked me in the butt and started this podcast, and uh, he's just you know he never stops. So uh, one of these days. You know, uh, I'm going to listen to Josh and do what I'm supposed to do. We're not going to get into many details about that. He knows what I'm talking about. But uh, we also should mention our incredible sponsor. And I'm going to reach out to them because I, I haven't had your pizza in a minute. So we're going to get some, maybe eat some. This would have been a good time to get some because he looked like he can eat. But uh, <laughs> uh, right before, you know, maybe next episode we'll have some uh, some chicken and some pizza and no salads. But uh, we'll have all that stuff on there, and I'm looking forward to it. I also wanted to mention the Dover Scholarship Fund. Now, we need to – I appreciate everybody who has bought merchandise, including uh, Jovan here. Uh, he has contributed, even though he's a Quaker. <laughs> Did you realize you were doing that when you bought it? I mean, like I said, your family, so okay. whatever <laughs> helps the cause, I guess I can. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Uh, but uh, without further ado, um, I guess I should uh, – you know, get to the guest. Uh, actually, before I do that, I just want to make sure everyone knows that, uh, you know, me being a part of the Rainbow Connection, there is the telethon. And I re- I appreciate everybody reaching out and congratulating me on the new uh, position or the new job title. Uh, I'm very excited and uh, looking forward to, you know, making an impact in the community. But, yeah, let's get to our guest. So our guest today is a new Philly Quaker graduate, unfortunately. <laughs> but he is... Uh, a relative of mine, and uh, I've known him since, you know, I guess diapers, as soon as you came out. Uh, we won't get into those details, but uh, Javon has, uh, you know, been a part of family, been close. His grandpa, my grandma were as close as you can be, and uh, I've always wanted to make an impact for him, and he, he says I have, so we'll, I, we, don't know how, <laughs> we don't know what I've done, but... Uh, no, Jovan, I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show and, um, uh, I'm not sure, you know, how much of an impact I've had in your life, but I'm sure you'll share with us and, uh, we're going to dive into some things and, and talk about Jovan and his life and, and, uh, maybe he can inspire someone out there who has maybe gone through some of the stuff he has. Uh, but Jovan, how you doing, man? Good, good, Purse. Uh, appreciate you having me on, uh, <clears throat> 99 mile per hour podcast yeah. and i can't talk right now no, you're but good, you're good. uh appreciate you definitely having me on here it definitely means a lot to me so well, well i mean it's are we just we just sitting here talking man it's all fun and games um you know i've since i've started this podcast 
a lot of my friends have reached out to me like, hey, man, you know, I've made this change because your podcast and it feels good. So I'm going to continue to do this no matter what happens. And, you know, even if it doesn't grow to be this big, you know, Joe Rogan podcast, as long as I'm making an impact on somebody at some point, uh, I'm happy and I enjoy doing this. So and, and then I always got a professional like Josh, you know, making everything look good always helps. But um, but no, man, I'm happy to have you here and, uh, you know, glad you're back in the area. Um, and, uh, we have, we going to talk about some of the things that, um, you know, has happened in your life, but we'll get to that. We want to talk about, you know, what we both like a similar team, I guess. I did. I just found this out. Um, they were undefeated. Unfortunately, they lost their last two games, but they're still better than the team that played last night. What, um, the Steelers, right? Okay. Steelers. <laughs> they're better than the Ravens. No, uh, I kind of want to just ask. I didn't know that the Steelers were your team. Like, how'd that kind of happen? Well, let's be honest. At first, growing up, up until, like, the second grade, um, I was a Browns fan just so, solely because of my grandpa. And then <laughs> I watched Jerome Bettis run the ball, run all over the Browns. And I said, yeah, I can't root for this team no more. So I just converted myself, you know, in second grade to a uh, Steelers fan and rode with it since. I like it. I like it. Well, me and my dad was a big Steelers fan. My mom and dad or no clash mom was the browns fan but for me the browns didn't really have a team when i started to like football and the steelers went in and yes jerome bettis had a big impact and cordell stewart i wore both 36 and peewee and then 10 obviously so um yeah the steelers uh they're having a good season but make sure you guys check out the the dogs podcast you know because the browns are having a good season i gotta give it to them um but that podcast which uh, you guys will be shooting next what days does that come out? Okay, Wednesdays or Thursdays. Go check them out. Buy some dogs merch. Uh, I will say that that logo is impressive. But um, back to Jovan, my bad. <laughs> Sidetracked, you know, squirrel. No. <laughs> uh, but so I just I'm curious just because I know when I put on Facebook, hey, I'm looking at houses in New Philly, and everybody went crazy. Uh, everyone, you know, the school system differences. Just being a growing up in New Philly, and you know your 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 grandpa Harry being entrenched in the New Philly tradition, you know, was involved in the program a lot. Um, I mean, what did that mean for you growing up? Just being a Quaker, even though Dover was destroying them every time. So. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I I guess it's just a blessing in disguise. Um, you know, him bringing me around football and then around sports. And, you know, baseball actually was his main sport, you know, his favorite sport. Mm. But uh, him being in the program definitely influenced me to love the game of football and stuff more. And sad to say, I couldn't start until sixth grade because my mom was so nervous about <laughs> me getting hurt. <laughs> so she was like, you'll start in sixth grade. I'm not taking no chances of, you know, you getting hurt for basketball, baseball. So gotcha. uh, started in sixth grade and then, you know, him and Uncle Pee Wee are on the sidelines. You know, mo every game I was playing, you know, they would come rough me up. and was like, you got to make that tackle. There's no excuse for that. I'm like, it's my first time playing, you know, it's just <laughs> – but, uh, yeah. yeah, he definitely had a great influence on, you know, bringing me around football, you know, the physicality. Because he even knew when I was younger, I always liked to be physical and, and stuff like that. So he's he told me, you know, this is the one time you can actually go hit somebody and not get in trouble for it. <laughs> so, you know, he brought me – when he brought me around football, it really – I really loved the game of football growing up from sixth grade to now. So Yeah, and I mean, our, our family is just, you know – 
football has been a staple no matter how distant it gets in the family. Everybody, you know, Uncle Freddie and then, you know, obviously like my side with my dad and, and then Monty and everybody, my brother, you know, it's just football and C, of course, and, and football has just been obviously one of the a staples of what we do. And you're just expected to play. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so there was no there was no getting out of it. Uh but fortunately we did like it and we did love it. So um for me obviously it didn't pan out and started playing some other sports, but <laughs> I wanted to. I just wasn't good enough. No. <laughs> but uh I mean being a Quaker and um you know, watching I mean, how old were you? Were you even born when C was playing? Uh no. No, no, I, you actually, I might have been one or two, but I can't remember. <laughs> so you didn't get to enjoy that, did you? <laughs> no, I did not, no. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Dang, you just made me feel old. Um, <laughs> mm, well, I just want to, just so people know, because I'm, I'm sure everyone in Philly knows, but, you know, we're not just catering to the, the, the Tuscross County, but just describe your grandpa, you know, everyone knew him as Harry Morrow, but uh, just describe, you know, what he was in your life because you didn't always have your uh, biological father around um so harry obviously stepped in and was more than glad to and uh i mean he was always a father figure to everyone but then you actually living with him and or living close to him it just it was it was an obvious uh decision that he was going to step up and be there for you just you know obviously outside (laughs) the game of football what was he for you uh he was resilient um the guy was relentless he was very caring selfless probably the most selfless person I ever met in my life. Actually, he is. That's hands down. Um, extremely loving, caring. I mean, that guy. You know, after every baseball games, would take me get we get conies. You know, what I mean, um, when I was feeling down, he would talk me up. You know, no matter what went on in my life, he always had my back and always ensured that that he knew that that I knew that he had my back. Um, so he definitely well, just let, just so everybody knows, conies is. You know, the hot dog with the sloppy Joe on top. Oh, just yeah, to make yeah, sure yeah. everybody knows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, just like just how much of a family man he he was and, you know, uh, how much love he spread around really influenced me to become that type of man, you know, later down in the years. to you know, not just only my family, but everybody else in the community. You know, uh, a lot of my best friends, Marco Colombo, Ethan Boos, uh, Jamal Johnson, you know, they Jamal Johnson. <laughs> they'll tell you, you know, still to this day that they miss his presence solely because, you know, even when I had a bad day and he saw that they had a bad day, it was, you know, he always took us all in and made sure that we got what we needed and we got loved and cared for, you know, even though Marco and Boos was getting spoiled, he would add on to it, you know, <laughs> that's just the type of man he was, you know, um, yeah, I can, I can, I can second that. I mean, Harry was, I mean, he was something special to me. But even deeper with my sister Markeisha, they were the relationship she had with uh, your grandparents was, uh, it was pretty deep. And my, you know, my mom, they had always been kind to her, helped her out when she needed anything, and and that was just an example that they set. You know, always they were obviously church going people, so you always saw them in that light. And is they're just they were just model citizens, um, and. You know, I'll never forget uh, the influence and the impact they made in my life, you know, and just, uh, you know, always coming around. They'd always, you know, give me candy or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, Phil was the first person who gave me. So I don't know if you know this about me. I'm kind of a nerd with 
like pencils and binders and stuff. And, and Uncle Phil gave me a, a Bible wrapped uh, with a, it was like a little Bible case. And I was obsessed with that thing, had a little cross on it with the fish. And I was just like, and I, I carried that, even if I didn't always read the Bible, I always carried it with me. Like, you know, I like, yeah. it's like I hold my pencils in here, take my notes. But, um, no, nah, man, the, your family has always been there. Obviously, Nicole, your mom, super close friends with my mom. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and <laughs> I, I, if I don't share this story, you know, uh, <laughs> my sister would kill me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, remember about the Game Boy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> So I was always playing video games and, you know, Javon didn't always have the, the Game Boy, but he was a lot, you were a lot younger than me. And, uh, you know, Javon was all on my back about playing this Game Boy Color. <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh, you know, hey, your grandpa had a humongous van, right? Mm-hmm. Was it, it was like one that you could travel in, had the yeah. little things on the side, you yep. know, TV, and yeah, and it was, I just remember travel. I don't know where we was going, but. You, like the whole ride it was come on first let me play the game boy color <laughs> <laughs> but you know i eventually shared i eventually shared just you know you, the younger crowd i had to do you know to be a good role model but for sure um but then let's just dive into uh you know your out your other family your your sisters because you got some younger sisters mm-hmm. and uh, they're doing big things, and we all know, you know, your sister Leah was a standout basketball player for the for the Quakers. And um, uh, what's she doing now? Uh, Aaliyah is at Ohio State, a sophomore. Okay. Uh, she, okay. I believe, changed her major; still has the same major, but it's either physical therapy or uh, sports medicine. Nice. She was doing nursing, and then it got a little challenging to her, so she switched over. Gotcha. Um, Ariana now is a junior. And she's just doing school, uh, full-time school. Nice. She's just got a new job, too. Wow, working, uh, man. Yeah, f- for sure. And then Avery and Addison, who are nine and seven, are just doing school full-time. And then I have uh, three sisters that live in Columbus with my dad, Nia, okay. Susie, and Amora. Uh, Nia's a college graduate. She has her own YouTube channel doing makeup. Okay, so, yeah. so we might have to plug that in somewhere. I don't know if you want to put it in the description or everywhere on the screen somewhere. And then Susie's going to college to do videograph, video gaming design. Really? And then Amora's three, so she's just... She's not going to college yet? Oh, no, she's just living <laughs> life. <laughs> that's what you do at three. You live life. Oh, for um, sure. That's what's up. Uh, now, with you, when we talk about college... And graduating from Philly, um, did that did, did that school, you know, the educational system, Dover people might, you know, hate on it a little bit. But uh, did that school prepare you uh, to go to college? Like, just coming out, what was your focus? Obviously, you want to play college football, correct? Yes. Got you. And um, when when you're focused on playing college football, you know, to be like, you know, Colbert, C, you know, me, I guess. I played a little bit of college, took a snap or two. Um you know, was that was that something you had in your head? Like, oh, you know, I gotta follow in these guys' footsteps. Uh, you know, I gotta, I gotta do something great, or you know, or or else. You know, was it? A, did you put a lot of pressure on yourself coming out of high school? No, I I didn't. I just uh, after my senior year, I just wanted to continue to play. Um, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for the, you know, the impact on my uncle Phil's death and my grandpa's death, I don't know if I would go to college and try to play really? ball because. Yeah. You know, they pushed me into another gear to, you know, they said, if this is what you want to do, go out and do it. And I was just like back and forth. And 
And then after that happened, I really pushed myself and really elevated myself in the weight room and film studying and, and practicing and stuff like that to really try to get my name out there because I felt like I deserved a shot. And mm-hmm. That's what I wanted to do. But with the school, uh, yeah, Philly schools did a great job, I believe, helping me get ready for the next level in college, um, especially the AP teachers. Shout out to Mike Johnson. Nice. That's my guy. That's my guy. <laughs> what class was that? That AP? was AP microeconomics. Ooh, so, you're taking real classes. I yeah. took AP calculus, which I'm never going to use in real life. Oh, yeah, I wasn't taking that. <laughs> After, like, two weeks of AP stats, I said, yeah, this isn't something for me. I'll just do algebra, too. <laughs> but, yeah, they got uh, they did a very good job. Um, they were very in-depth with their schoolwork and homework and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I'm so tired of doing this homework. <laughs> then my mom's like, well, you better get used to it because you're going to do it in college. And I was like, yeah, I guess you're right. So yeah, they got me prepared. Um, and where did you go to college? First year, I went to Bethany College. And then I transferred and went to the University of Akron. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah I kind of regret not going into Ohio school, but, you know, none of them really recruited me heavily. So I ended up going out of state. But, I mean, it was good for you to be close somewhat. Where Where is Bethany College? In West Virginia. Right oh, okay. by West Lib. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, now, when you were going to college and, and, you know, going through that, like, who was who was with you and helping you in that decision? Uh, honestly, it was just a last-minute decision. Um, I was expecting to talk to Youngstown State, and then when my grandpa died, my grades slipped the last half part of the year. So that cost me, you know, a potential half scholarship or full ride there. So I had to, you know, improvise. And so mm-hmm. Bethany really wanted me, their head coach really wanted me. So I said, you know, I'll just give it a shot, see how it goes, and so I went there, and then I just got homesick pretty bad simply just because of the rough year, you know, losing my grandpa and uncle mm-hmm. in a 10-month span. Before yeah. graduating high school, it was really, you know, took a took a big toll on me. So um, I was going to go to actually Kent State University until Coach Dennison actually talked me out of it because his dad coached at Akron. So he was like, oh. I bet you I, I can get you a better <laughs> shot at Akron. So gotcha. I was like, you know, I'll go to Akron. That's fine. So How, how was playing for Coach Dennison? I mean, I know he's – He's retiring now, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, awesome. Uh, the guy really knows football. His level of – his IQ of the fo- uh, game of football is, is supreme. Um, definitely learned a lot coaching with him and for him the past couple of years. But his his level is just off th- through the roof. And the way he ran his practices is, is exactly how Akron ran their practices. Really? So it really prepped so, me when I got there. So and, his dad – Probably made a big impact on him, right? Because his, you oh, know, his dad sure. is obviously he always gives his dad the credit and deserve and love that he you know, nice. earned and respect. So, yeah, I, yeah, he definitely prepped. You know, not just only me, but other guys he put through college football on the same path. So, gotcha, gotcha. So, um, you know, now uh, also I want to give a shout out to uh, our cousin who has a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jackson, Jackson yes, Jackson. Um, I'll put his link somewhere, but he's he makes uh, funny videos. So, and he's around your age, right? He's twenty two. Twenty two. Oh, okay, yeah. so younger. Okay. Yep. Um, whose brother, his little brother, I think, will be a very good. You know, once he's put in that right system, yeah, be a flourish college football quarterback. Yeah. Yes, and it's Cameron. And he wears number ten. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but I also want to touch on, obviously, we talked about a lot of the stuff your Uncle Phil and your, your grandpa passing. But just recently, you know, your mom has always been there for you. She's been, um, I mean, obviously, you're going to say she's the best mom in the world. From what I've seen, you know, there's she mothers, she's top-notch mother. And she's always been positive. I've never seen, you know, um, you know, Nicole do anything wrong, basically. Right. And um, obviously she had some you had to go through some times with her just recently, you know, with COVID and, and, and even more breast cancer. Just talk about, you know, obviously losing your grandpa and your Phil and then that piling on. Like, you know, what did it take or who did you lean on going through all this stuff? Uh, well, I leaned on my family for sure. Because at the end of the day, you have God, yourself, and family. Um, so I leaned on my family a lot. I had a couple friends that helped me out um, with that. And the community, most importantly, the new Philadelphia community, really elevated and helped us, you know, through the tough time. Um, yeah, my mom is definitely the ultimate warrior, I would say. Uh, went through breast cancer, had a double vasectomy, 27 lymph nodes removed, and, you know, like, she thought, she told me, you know, she's like, Joe, I I feel like I might not make. And, you know, I was sitting there, like, trying not to cry. Yeah. Uh, held her hand, and then we prayed and prayed. And I told her that, Mom, you're going to make it. Like, don't worry about it. Just let's just get through this hard process. And then then we'll talk about, you know, whatever goes down the line. But you just keep fighting for us, you know, your kids, your mom, and your family and the community because we're all, we're all backing you. Yeah, and so well, that's the positive of being, you know, my Dominique, my younger brother who lives in Canton. They think Canton is this big city. Um, that's the remarks they make about Dover is oh, it's so small. You know, you don't you ain't got a, a real mall and all this stuff. But when you when it comes when push comes to shove and you need someone to you know to help you out in any form or fashion, I don't think there's a place better than than, than Tuscarawas County and. I mean, for you, obviously, that's my opinion, and I, I, I'm assuming you share it. it it's been a, a special place for me. Um, I, I Like, when you're down in it and you're going through it, you're not really thinking, like, oh, this community is great, until you come out the other side and you're like, yeah, okay, absolutely. that was great. You know, you know, so-and-so helped me out. So-and-so did this for me, and you can just start counting all the people that helped you out. And it's, and it's, it's a, like, it's really a community. When I was playing with the Indians, I felt like a family, too, but – it's different when it's people that you've known your whole life and then you even go to a place where you don't know as many people like West Virginia and uh-huh. you're just like, it's not the same, you know, and people might be like, oh, why, how you get homesick, man? You know what I'm saying? But when you come from a community like this, you can, it's yeah, really easy to do that. Absolutely. It yeah. definitely is. Yeah. So, um, the last, the, la- the couple last couple things I want to touch on is, so, you know, moving on and learning from all the stuff you've went through and how like your plan and what you see in the future of turning it all around. So you've obviously faced a lot of adversity and you know, it's obviously you can just curl up and not live life and just feel sorry for yourself. Obviously you've chosen not to do that for you. What do you think moving forward is something that you see yourself doing? Um, whether that's get involved in the community community or getting more involved in coaching with Philly or just, what do you see yourself doing? I see myself uh, coaching for a little bit longer, you know, and then really trying to elevate that coaching style to a college or, you know, position coach in the NFL. Because I feel like after playing Division One football for a little bit to, 
learning from one of the best D-line coaches, Coach Stroud, who now coaches at Miami, Florida, to learning from Coach Amato, who's one of the best defensive coordinators of all time, to learning from Coach Bowden, to Coach Dennison and the Philly coaching staff and being around a bunch of guys that I'm still close with that play in the NFL that I really can elevate a lot of people's games. Um, I feel like I can draw the best out of those guys. So I really want to elevate my coaching style and coaching ability to help kids not only grow as football players, but as young men in the community, as sons, as future fathers and stuff like that. So I feel like that's what I'm really good at and that's what I can elevate to help, you know, other people to succeed what they want in life. Yeah. So, you know, as a, as a kid, someone believing you is probably the best thing that a coach can do or anything, the best feeling that helps you go out and perform. When you feel like someone doesn't think you can do it or they're not going to give you the opportunity, it kind of hinders you a little bit. Absolutely. So, so what do you, like as a coach, as we wrap this up, as a coach, what do you think one of your biggest strengths is? So I know you can say you can elevate people's game. There is there one thing where you're like, you know, I have this skill that, you know, I'm able to, you know, I like the film study and I can pick apart film and tell the person, hey, I think that you can, you know, do this right here against this defense. Or is it encouragement or is it just being able to use your experiences in football to, I guess, translate it into to the younger language, you know, the words they use like oh, drip and stuff like that. <laughs> But no, seriously, like, what, what do you think uh, a strength of yours is that can translate into helping a kid? I think it's just breaking down things, like you said, film work. So, like, just basic, you know, matchup numbers to they got, you know, seven in a box, you know, do this. If there's one in a box, boom, you know, to breaking down coverages. If there's, you know, one high safety, it's either cover one, cover three, or it's too high, it's either going to be a – cover two quarters or something like that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then I, you know, tell my quarterbacks, like this past year, I told my quarterbacks, you know, if you see this, throw this, this will be open. If you don't see that, then this is your option. Just make their reads quick and have them have confidence in throwing the ball and just breaking down things to simplify it for the kids who really understand on, yeah. oh, well, this is easy. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Well, yeah, because the, 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 the best way to perform is to um, – you know, what we used to call that at Ball State was just playing fast, where you're not thinking about your responsibility or anything. So to to, to attach on to that, what do you think something you want to would work on to that can improve your coaching skills to something that you think, hey, you know what, I'm not so strong in this area, uh, but I'm working on to improve this just to get, you know, help my whole overall coaching ability. Just giving just giving more kids chances. Gotcha. To get kids more Patience. involved. No, I'm Not actually patient. I'm actually fairly patient. Okay. Actually very patient. But I think it's prepping the backups mm. for what happens if a starter goes down. I think that's a lot of coaches. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean I just I hate the you know, I mean, a lot of kids just get thrown in a fire if they haven't got a lot of reps and then they look shook when it comes mm-hmm. in the game. When they get in the game and it's like, Coach, I don't know what I'm doing and then I'm frustrated because it's like I'm mad at myself for not prepping them more, and then I'm mad because well, it's game time, so I'm just trying to win, you know. <laughs> so uh, I think I got to do a better job in the future of giving the backups more reps so that they're more confident in themselves and that they know that I trust them more and stuff like that. Gotcha. That makes sense. Um, so someone who has faced, you know, a lot of family members passing on and a lot of hardships and adversity – 
what's one thing that you think you can share from your experiences just quick like hey you know just one statement i feel like you feel like can help people that have gone through a lot of stuff in their life and maybe down in the dumps or just feel like you know hey, i'm in a bad spot you know how i'm gonna get out of this what's something that you feel like you can share with them just uh just everything happens for a reason trust god you know um you know, some things are better off happening that way so that they don't continue to suffer or go through that, whatever they're going through. But just to lean on God more and trust in, you know, that he knows what he's doing because he doesn't make mistakes and that, you know, hard times don't last, you know, tough people do. So just to never lose faith and just to keep pushing. Yeah, and I mean, that's, that's obviously that's a, it's easier said than done. But it's just something that you have to just like with our last episode with Coach Kevin Billy is you have to live, you know, life intentionally. You can't just wake up and just go through the motions just like what you hear in football all the time. Um, It's something that you have to consciously think about. Like, okay, today, you know, I'm going to do this. You know, it's not just like, hey, this is so-and-so, you know. Um, But I think that's good. I mean, I I appreciate having you on the show. There is some things I got to do that I forgot to do at the beginning of the show that I promise I'm going to do when people leave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when people uh, leave ratings, five-star ratings, and we have two of them. So I'm only going to do one, and then the next show I'll do the other one. So even though they were left on the same day, and I'm not going to share the date because <laughs> this shows how terrible I am. All right, so um, this one is a five-star rating from N. Heron, and it says, Great podcast. Love hearing my buddy Drex. Oh, that just gives it away. <laughs> Talk about this life. Uh, um, And they work together as supervisors on a midnight shift. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, keep doing your thing, Percy. I'll always be a fan. Okay. I don't know how true that is. (laughs) I'll always be a fan. I'm sure I'll mess that up along the way. But uh, we do appreciate that comment and that five-star rating. Uh, We are a smaller podcast just trying to share, um, I guess, basically information or experiences from people that can just help anybody. That's what I try to do, and I enjoy doing this. Um, but like I said, there is other podcasts you guys can check out on the network that talk about everything, you know, health, um, uh, drug addiction, or mental health, um, you know, trafficking. We know that's a big thing in the area. So I would just ask you guys to check out uh, Get Level Pod um, website or YouTube channel and just uh, help out the local um, podcasts that are trying to they're trying to get the any information they can to you in different forms you know 2020 is the year of the podcast so and then uh also check out the dogs podcast um they have a couple of my old former teammates dover tornado guys um and they share a lot of information i'm surprised at the knowledge you guys have <laughs> but um do you play fantasy football no i didn't play this year you didn't i was gonna say they got um something going on uh where you can sign up for fantasy uh you guys should try that as well um i i i'm stung from my last final or uh, fantasy football experience and i haven't played since 2011 <laughs> but we're not going to go into it <laughs> but um i appreciate uh everything i appreciate you coming by i appreciate josh and you guys you listeners and and viewers um of the channel um we produce this content for you um, and we ask you do subscribe, hit the, what did I say? Subscribe, hit the bell, the notification bell, you know, the YouTubers, uh, we appreciate everything you do. Uh, it is free. So, you know, just move your mouse or your finger to that area and just click it. It helps us out big time. Anyways, 
without further ado, um, I want to end this show uh, so Josh doesn't kick me out. Appreciate all you guys. We love you guys. See you next episode. Peace. It feels like I'm some laundry. Shawty, you my little mama. I got a crib out of water. Say me casa, su casa. It feels like I'm some laundry. Shawty, you my little mama. She be on that Henny. I like that Corona.